Good afternoon, and welcome to Naples United Church of Christ in Naples, Florida. My name is Sharon Harris-Ewing, and I have the privilege of serving as the assistant minister. Whether you are joining us via Facebook Live or YouTube, streaming from our website, or you have downloaded our podcast, we are grateful to have you worshiping with us. Our Winter Clergy Roundtable continues at 5 p.m. tonight as we study ways of fruitfulness in the thought-provoking book, Deep Rooted in Christ, The Way of Transformation. It's been a valuable study for us, encouraging each of us to grow deeper in our relationship with God and one another. Today, it is my privilege to welcome the Reverend Rich Kirshner as our Lenten meditation preacher. Rich and his spouse Nancy are active members of our congregation. Rich is a retired United Methodist clergy person. You may also recognize his name as one of our Going the Distance devotional authors. In his spare time, he is also the immediate past district governor of our local Rotary Club district. I think of Rich as a colleague and friend and thank him for sharing his time and thoughts with us. I also want to thank those who will enrich this service through the gift of music. Today, we will hear our chamber choir, John Marcy Cello, and Dr. Alexandra Carlson on the piano, all led by Dr. Becky Wiesrumpf, director. Now, as a rooted congregation, let us center our hearts and minds as we prepare for worship. Again, welcome. Hear these words as we begin our worship. We gather today on this journey through Lent, seeking the peace Christ gives. We gather in spite of many a conflict and many a doubt within our souls. And we gather longing for the rootedness of God's grace to give us courage and renewal. Come, Christ Jesus, bless us through the power of your Spirit and give us the strength to live as your disciples. Amen. Our scripture lesson for today is taken from the Gospel of Matthew, the 15th chapter, verses 21 through 28. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started crying, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away. She keeps shouting at us. And he answered, I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. And she said, Lord, yes. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. And then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter 
was healed instantly. On a warm Saturday morning in late May at the Methodist Theological School in Ohio, I was performing my task as the parade marshal for the 1977 graduation. My job was to see that graduates and faculty were in their proper places uh, for the procession and to welcome, to greet, and to congratulate them. Along the way, I took many Polaroid photos for their families. And as the music began and the procession started to move, I overheard two graduates say to one another, well, this is it. We made it. Yes, and I didn't change my mind about anything. Yeah, thank God, the same for me too. I wonder all these years later if their years in churches as pastors caused them to ever change their minds and hearts about anything. Our theme for this Lenten season is rooted in Christ, the way of transformation. Transformation leads to a change of heart and mind. Sometimes transformation is dramatic as Zacchaeus came out of his home after meeting with Jesus and offered all that he had to those he had hurt. Or the dramatic transformation of Saul on his way to Damascus when he hears Jesus' voice. But many times transformation is so slow and so gradual, we don't even recognize it in ourselves. My daughter used to help the church women serve the weekly meals to the local Rotary Club. The members often called to her for iced tea, for more chicken, for dessert, but none of them were mannerly. She decided to say, you're welcome, every time she took care of one of their requests. And after a course of one summer, they soon began to say, please, Stephanie, thank you, Stephanie. And some of them recall to this day the lessons they learned from a young girl who served them. Civil rights leader Jim Lawson recalls a time he was standing in line in Nashville with college students who were awaiting their turn to T-segregate lunch counters. Out on the street were others in line waiting their turn, and many people who walked by shouted taunts and racial epithets at them. Sometimes they were pelted with fruit and tomatoes, and usually the Nashville police would show up at least 10 minutes after any altercation. But that day in line, a motorcycle, a white motorcycle gang drove up, parked their vehicles, got out, and slowly went up and down the line hitting and spitting at people. One of them came to Jim Lawson and hit him with his fist and spit in his face. Jim reached into his pocket, pulled out a handkerchief, wiped his face, and looked directly at that young man. And then Jim looked past him and began to inquire about the bike he was riding. And for the next 10 minutes, Jim Lawson and this white motorcycle bicyclist talked about cycles and engines and places they loved to travel to. There was a moment when they were no longer black versus white. And then the Nashville police came and the motorcycle gang and the others quickly scattered to the winds. Today's text in Matthew is a hidden gem 
of transformation. A foreign woman sees Jesus and his disciples as they travel nearby. She cries to Jesus for mercy and the healing of a tormented child, and Jesus ignores her. Disciples ask if they can send her away, and Jesus declares that he only came to help his own kind, period. Now, you may have missed this portrait of Jesus in Matthew. Commentators have tried for centuries to kind of soften its message, to make it seem as if Jesus had a real reason not to be involved with this woman. But it is there to see and to hear. The foreign woman then kneels before Jesus and she says, Lord, help me. And Jesus is even more emphatic before he says to her, it is not fair to take food from children and throw it to the dogs. She has now been likened to a dog. Now, any way you spin it, this is a Me Too movement and a moment. The woman responds, yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs from their master's table. And for some reason that I can't fathom, this woman's courage to stand up to the cruel remarks that day from Jesus is rarely recognized. But Jesus heard her. And what I have come to think is a real moment of embarrassment and transformation, a real moment of discomfort for Jesus. He takes his time to think about what has just happened and what he has said to her in his previous remarks. And then he declares, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done as you wish. And her daughter was healed immediately. Several years ago, I attended a church event where I reunited with a former parishioner. We talked about family, and then I asked, how's the church doing? And he responded, we're really doing great. We're we're growing, and we've never had a better spirit. And I said to him, well, that's, that's wonderful news. He said, yeah. He said, it is. And we have a new pastor, he told me. I said, you do? He said, yes, we have a great new pastor. But I voted against her. You voted against her? I did, and you know, Rich, I was wrong about her, and I guess I was wrong about a lot of things. Thanks be to God.
Again, thank you to Rich and all our musicians. We have been blessed. It is our tradition to invite worshipers to walk our outdoor labyrinth following midweek meditation services. So if you are in the area and able to do so, you are invited to come to the church campus and experience the spiritual blessing of walking the labyrinth. During this Lenten season, we have been focusing on what it means to be rooted in our faith, in our church, and in Jesus Christ. As we leave this time of worship and return to a normal life in abnormal times, hear these words of blessing. May you be embraced by the love of God, our Creator. May you be transformed by the love of God incarnate in Jesus Christ. And may you be sustained always by the love of God working in you through the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. Amen. <laughs>